Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. It's Never Stop Building, uh, your favorite podcast about never stopping building. Um, So look, today I want to talk about challenges and I want to talk about how we handle challenges. Um, So I'm going to get right to it because this is a really big one for me. This is really important to me. Um, And I'm going to get a little honest here about uh, myself um, and why this is such an important topic to me. So, uh, you know, let's dive right in. So look, I'm an emotional dude. Okay. Um, my whole life I have been that way. Um, I thought like as a kid, like I didn't realize that everybody even like felt emotions, uh, when I was a kid, I honestly, I was just talking to somebody about this at executive fly and Friday in Dallas. I thought I was like weird. I thought there was something wrong with me as, as a young boy, a teenager. Like I felt things very deeply. Um, I felt people's uh, pains. I felt everything. Um, and I thought I was like, look, man, we're not, we're not raised to believe at least for, for most men and boys, like I, n- nobody really talked about or explained feelings to me as a kid. Right. Like it was much, much later in life. I was an adult when I learned how to identify what I was feeling, why I was feeling like as a kid, like I didn't, it's not like it is today or it wasn't when I was a kid, like we didn't have labels for feelings when I was a kid. Like I didn't know that I was anxious. I didn't know that I was scared. I didn't know that I was unhappy or insecure or shameful, or I felt guilty. I didn't, I didn't really know how to label what it was that I was feeling. And so for a lot of my life, and look, that's a lot of you have listened to podcast. Like I've told my story a few times, like, you know, some of the struggles I've come out of and um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And like a lot of why I struggled um, and a lot of why I went down these dark paths to begin with was, was that I felt very isolated from the rest of society and the rest of the world for a lot of my life, because I, I felt deeply. So fast forward, um, fast forward a lot of years and let's, we'll talk, let's see how that applies. And we'll talk about business and we'll talk about goal setting and we'll talk about being married and having kids. And and I'm going to try not to make this too long, but it's very important to me. Um, it's very prevalent in my life. I talk about how we handle challenges and roadblocks. Um, and, and whether that's as a business professional you've got some health and fitness goal, or you're just trying to be a better parent, or you're trying to be a great husband, um, or you're just trying to show up for yourself. The reality of life is that challenges are going to present themselves often. Things can go good. I don't know if y'all have ever heard uh, one of my favorite like little quips or whatever is choose your hard, right? Having money is hard. Being broke is hard. Exercising is hard. Being out of shape is hard. And it goes on and on and on and on. And it gives all the opposings and they're all hard. And I bring that up just to reiterate, life is full of challenges all of the time. They don't go anywhere. There's no dollar amount you can hit that's going to make you feel better if something tragic happens to your child. There's no 
um, level of fitness that's going to make you feel better if something happens to your wife or when you get into, look, I don't know if anyone else has ever chased a goal, but I used to be the guy that would say, when I get to blank, things will be fine. Well, well, guess what? Like in the best shape of my wife, my life, if I piss my wife off, she's still mad at me at no point. Like with a six pack, did my wife look at me and go, you know what? You can be, you can be an asshole all you want. You look great. This is, this works. That's not how this shit works. And so for a lot of my, my, a lot of my mid twenties and, and coming up, you know, I just always had this mentality. Like when I get to blank, when I get X amount of dollars in the bank, when I get, and it's just not true because challenges don't go away. Right. So like as a parent, like you can get so wrapped up in business with when I get X amount of dollars in the bank, everything will be fine. Well, guess what? When the school calls and your kid's in trouble or they're scared or they're sick or it, it, it ain't the challenges that life presents us don't go away. Sometimes they change. Sometimes the burdens lessen. Sometimes they're great, but they don't go away for any reason for anybody. It's part of life. And it's part of what separates the successful from the unsuccessful is how challenges are handled. And that starts on an emotional and internal level. And so I bring up the emotion thing and a little bit of my life to kind of lead into I used to handle challenges terribly. And I bring up the emotional thing because I'm still an emotional guy. But I want to talk about what's changed, why I handle challenges well now, for the most part. I still fail sometimes, and why I didn't used to. So if you're listening and you're one of those people that every time a roadblock pops up, every time a challenge presents itself, every time something doesn't go your way, Every time an employee says you get angry, angry, I went from a kid and teenager who felt isolated because he was emotional and sympathetic and empathetic. And I care deeply for people. Um, Now I'm that way now, too. It's why and how I've gone into leadership and, and coaching and team building. But I was very emotional in all of those ways. Now. Years and years and years and years of feeling isolated and alone and different, I'm started to mask that with what a lot of us do, and that's anger. I became what I thought I was supposed to become an angry, quote unquote, tough guy. I was loud, I was violent, um, I was angry, I was an asshole, whatever. As I went into my early 20s, and then when I got my life together, um, you know, it, it, some of that lingered. And when I started my business, the first couple of years in business, and I wasn't violent, right? Like when I got my stuff together, when I was 22 and I finally started to get my life together and, and like got, I got sober and clean, whatever, like I put a lot of that aside because a lot of that didn't fit with the way I was trying to live my life, right? I knew that if I kept some of that behavior, but I didn't really know why at that point I even had that behavior. Like I had some work to do on myself. So when I started my business, which was around the time, like I started the business just a few years after I got with my now wife, just after taking care of two small children, like a lot was happening in my life. A lot of really, really good things were happening all at the same time. But the problem was that all of these really, really good things present challenges 
constantly and always. It's part of the responsibility. It's also directly tied to the reward, the internal spiritual fulfillment that comes from raising children and being a great husband and being a leader and a business owner are there. They are rewards on the back end of the challenges. I didn't really know that at the time, right? I was just doing what I felt was right. I was doing what I needed to do for myself and challenges started to present themselves and I started to handle them terribly. I would either get angry. I would snap at a team member. I would snap at my wife or, or I would, I would just not be present at all. Right. I didn't really know how to handle what was going on. It required some serious and would all really I don't have like a magic moment, right? I don't have like this extraordinary, like, uh, oh, like this epiphany moment where I decided I was going to grow. I just have spent my, the last decade of my life constantly trying to grow and change, right? That's the whole podcast is never stop building. I've been like that for a decade. So it wasn't new. It just took some time, but I started to want to be better as a husband and a parent and a, and a business leader and a team builder. And I wanted to be better. And I started working on being better. And it started with emotional intelligence. I started to dive deep into the emotional intelligence thing and how I could work on that and why I needed to work on that. And what happened, one of the most prevalent things that took place in that process was my ability to handle challenges. Because what was happening was I was emotionally immature and unintelligent. So though challenges presented themselves and though I could get through them and did, I was not a quitter. I've never been a quitter. I got through the challenges but I left rubble in my wake. I'd get through it and I'd treat my wife like shit the entire time, or I'd be snapping at staff members the entire time, or I wouldn't be hanging with my kid. Like I didn't get through it with grace, right? I got through it with just like a bull in a China shop. And you know, it's really hard for your loved ones to ignore, like no one's really, at least for me, like, I don't want people to be proud of me for getting through a challenge if I beat the shit out of them the entire time. That's not, that's not really getting through the channel. That's white knuckle grit. Those are the people that do that their whole lives. And yeah, they might have a lot of money and they might be quote unquote, like financially successful 25 years from now, but they've got four divorces, 13 kids that don't talk to them and a drug habit. And that's not the man that I intend or will become. I'm bringing my family with me. I'm bringing my friends with I'm doing what needs to be done to be that great person through the challenges. And so I bring this up. This is this is the whole thing. So challenges never stop. And actually, to be quite honest, the more that you want to accomplish and the more risk that you take, say you want to start a podcast, say you want to start personal branding, say you want to start a business. Say you want to move up at the company you work for. You want to really get in there, move in and up and be part of the leadership team or eventually like have some sort of like employee profit sharing or equity or something. The challenges are going to increase consistently. It can work even when things are successful. The challenges can get bigger and bigger and bigger and they will get bigger and bigger and bigger. And my whole purpose here is to discuss the emotional intelligence factor. So when challenges present themselves, I feel them deeply. I am not different than the guy that I have been my entire life in the sense of I feel things deeply. It is why I care so much about other people. Anyone who has spent any time with me over the last 10 years can tell you 
if you're friends with me, like if you're in my circle at all, you get coach. I've been coach version of me long, way longer than I've been coaching business owners and, and people and mentoring people. It is literally ingrained in my personality to want to help. And it's not because I want to control your life. It's because I can't shut off the caring factor. I can't shut off the, the like wanting to help you fix the problem factor. The difference between now and 20 years ago when I was a kid who felt alone and isolated is I've learned how to harness that through emotional intelligence and getting to know myself. I got to know myself enough to know that my energy has to be expelled in certain and intentional, impactful ways. And when I do that, I handle the challenges that present themselves very, very well. For example, and full transparency, this podcast right now that you are listening to as I'm talking is being recorded on the heels of a challenge. This challenge is frustrating me. It's not world-ending. It's not now three and a half years ago, if I had encountered it, I would have thought it was world-ending, but we grow. We grow in business. We grow in life. We use the evidence to determine the outcome. Now, I can't control the outcome, but I can tell you that if I use the evidence of the last 10 years of my life and challenges like this, I know for a fact everything's going to be okay. Here's my point, though. I started to feel the feelings. I started to get a little flustered. I started to get a little anxious. I started to get a little angry. It's very important, very important that we label the feelings correctly, because if we label them correctly, we can mitigate them. And I said, you know what I'm going to do with this energy? I'm going to go record my podcast right now. Got my stuff, set it up, and hit record. This is how I'm expelling this energy. This is what I'm doing, right? Learning how to expel the energy properly protects the people that I lead from my own bullshit. Because I have no right, zero right, to go into business, to start a fitness journey, to go into whatever challenging situation and then take it out. Or someone said to me once about something else, I loved it. I have no right to inflict myself on other people. My job and my responsibility is to take the challenges that are in line with my goals and handle them. And I want to talk about like, I'm recording the podcast to expel the energy. I don't stuff stuff down anymore either. Okay. I'm not the pretending that it's not there is not the same as dealing with it. Pretending that it doesn't bother you is not the same as getting over it. Pretending that it's not real is not the same as manning up or womaning up, getting emotionally intelligent and handling what's going on inside of your spirit and your head for the betterment of your team and the people around you. Cause that's really what it is. Most of the time, like left to my own devices, me alone. No, like I, I, I probably forget to do this shit half the time. What really gets me is I know the impact. I'm a very commanding person in a room when I, when it's the people that I'm leading. And I know that if I walk into that room, all fucked up, everyone else is going to walk out of that room, all fucked up. My job, my responsibility, you know what? And put the responsibility to the side. I don't even want to do that. I don't want to do that to people. I want to walk into a room and I want people to walk out better than they were when they got there. 
And the reality of facing challenges and how this all works is that I'm going to be facing them forever. And as I grow and I change and the businesses multiply and everything else takes shape and my kid, you know, Mike Claudio says all the time, like your schedule is going to shift, especially if you have kids every 90 days and how right he is because every 90 days, six months, year, things change at home. The challenges with my kids, my daughter is 12 turning 13. My son is nine. The challenges that we're facing now are not the same ones we faced two years ago, four years ago, six years ago. It's different. It's different. The guy that I was six years ago couldn't handle the challenges that he's facing now with his kids. And not that they're like crazy or big, like my kids are honestly gifts, gifts from God, no doubt. The point I'm making is that I have to constantly be growing and constantly be preparing myself to face bigger challenges because I want bigger things in my life. I want bigger responsibility. I want bigger teams. I want bigger client bases. I want a bigger marriage. I want a happier life. In order to get there, I have to fully accept and embrace the challenges that will come my way on that journey. There is no way around them. And so now with a lot of work on myself and so much more to go, but a lot of work on myself, when challenges like the one that I'm dealing with right now present themselves, I truly, truly, truly look at them as opportunities. Things don't happen to me anymore. Things happen for me. Everything I'm going through, if I'm living in integrity and I'm doing the right thing for the people in my charge, everything's happening for me. There is a bigger gift. Every giant win, success, gift I have received came on the other side of a moment where I went, well, shit, what am I going to do now? Those moments are crucial, pivotal growth moments. And you really only hit those if you start moving forward in your life and you start building something. So look, that's, uh, that's where we're at. Challenges. Emotional intelligence. So look, I challenge you. There's a book. Um, I read it many years ago. I've given it to some staff. It's short, sweet, and to the point. It's called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I challenge everybody listening right now to go buy that book on Amazon. It's cheap. Read through it. Take the little test thing and see where you fall. See where you fall in that book. That book was very helpful for me. Um, it did a lot. The book is called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And look, remember, um, we come here. We come here because uh, everyone, everyone listening, and me, uh, we're never going to stop building. Thanks for checking it out. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Never Stop Building. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts, so you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. And remember. Never stop building. Until next time, friends. 